Direct from Montreal, Canada, this is Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. Bonjour, rock fans. Uh, welcome to uh, this episode of Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. I, of course, am the one and only uh, Mitch LaFon. Uh, joining me on the phone for this episode, it is uh, guitarist Tommy Skioch. And, of course, some of you might remember him from a band called Tesla. Well, in fact, the band still exists, uh, but uh, Tommy had to uh, leave the band. And, uh, honestly, he gets right into it at the, at the front of the interview. He talks uh, he talks smack, uh, quite frank, or quite literally, I should say. Anyway, um, uh, he has a new band out called Resist and Bite. We talk about that. Band is uh, planning a first album and touring and all that good stuff. So uh, we get right into uh, Tommy Skiach on and 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 all that great stuff. But before we get to that, please, if you are listening to this episode, head over to a podchaser.com, podchaser.com, and leave a glorious, glorious, uh, positive review of the show for your chance to win a hundred dollars of custom-made picks, custom-made to your specifications, quite frankly. Uh, it is a $100 voucher, and the picks will be made by Omega Picks, the same providers for some of the members of Foreigner and the Alice Cooper Group and uh, others. So it is a great prize, great value. So please head over to podchaser.com and leave a positive review. Uh, but, of course, uh, do support all the other platforms that have uh, the show. Anyway, uh, let's get right into this. Here is, without further ado, le seul et unique, uh, the one, the only, Tommy Skioch. We are speaking with uh, guitarist uh, Tommy Skioch of the band Resist and Bite. Of course, uh, older fans might remember him from being the second guitarist or the other guitarist in Tesla, back from uh, the wonderful, wonderful 80s. Uh, Tommy, bonjour, as we say in Montreal. How are you? Hey, how you doing there? Good, good. Um, a pleasure to right. talk to you again. We, you know, we haven't spoken. I, I sent you a picture from way back when. I don't think we've actually spoken since 2004. So. <laughs> probably since around that picture was taken, I'm thinking. Yeah, probably. That was probably the last time I saw you. I don't know, because after about 2006, I uh, went into hibernation, you know. As a recluse for about ten years. Yeah, yeah. So, in fact, before we get into Resist and Bite and and the new material, the Myth I'm Living, which is the single that's out right now, or the song that's floating around that's been put out, which I have to say sounds phenomenal. And I'm not just uh, hey, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I, I'm not just patting your back to pat your back. It, it's no, a, it's a good rock song. You know what? You know what? Thank you very much. And you know what? That song. I mean, we don't have a record out. We've been working on the songs, but there was a station in Nashville wanted us on, and they wanted a song, and we just mastered one of the de- you know one of the songs of the demos we're working on. Man, it, it does sound good. I, I we wouldn't have. We wouldn't have have it out there if we didn't think it sounded good, of course, you know, but we were really surprised at how great it came out, too. And thank you very much. I, I believe you. <laughs> yeah, no, well, no, you should, because uh, I am I have a discerning taste in music. Uh, but let, let us talk, first of all, about the hibernation, because you you were front and center with Tesla, that dual guitar attack, very much appreciated by fans. And then, you know, the 90s came and the band uh, split and then there was four and then there was five and then there was Into the Now. And then we don't need to go through all of that. But why after that? Yeah. So 
so let's see about I would say about um somewhere like before we made uh somewhere in around ninety three ninety four I started like just delving into some really hardcore dope and shit like that, and we put out bust a nut, and that's kind of when the grunge thing was going, so there was just a lot of like the planets were all weird like that for me at the time, you know, or whatever the stars or or whatever you call it, you know so uh I left, then the band fell apart they were were just all decrepit and everyone was just all pissed and then me and jeff got back together in the uh in about 99 and put a band called bar seven together yeah bar seven was and we great, did that for a while yeah oh thank you very much but you know we were just trying to make a living and make some more music and just do what we do you know so we did that and the whole time you know i was still getting pretty jacked up but you know i guess maintaining enough to work you know so we did that, and then Tesla, you know, me and Jeff were out there, and I think they wanted to get back together. So uh, we ended up doing that, and that, like, we ended up doing like kind of just a reunion show, and that turned into like five years of uh, kind of touring and making another record into the now, right? So and then things were pretty chill then, but then I just kind of just I don't know what happened to me, man. I just got kind of sick of fucking everything man and just started fucking doing it hard you know going hard and uh that was it man i just was not um i just wasn't having it and they weren't having me and it was just i was getting really fucked up and it was like you know and they just wanted to keep it all like you know tommy's going home to hang with his family i mean they're i don't know why they want to avoid conflict or anything like that i mean not that it's a conflict but it's something I think they look at as negative and it just is what it is, you know? So well, then after that, what's that? Well, I was just going to say, you know, when fans look at official biographies and official this bands and record companies stitch a story together that you can sort of, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's like a big Disney thing where it's like a, there's a lot of wonderland. <laughs> so, so it's to protect the innocent and just real quick, um, world. I is mean, a, it's very, very complicated, of course, you know. Yeah, I was just, I was just going to say uh, before we move on, but World is a Freak. Uh, there's a song on there, Ladybug. There's a couple of songs, by the way, on there that you might want to just... The Bar 7 record. Yeah, yeah. you, you might want to polish up and give them another try, because I, I love that album. I, I think it's it just fell Thank under you. the radar. It's so It was terrible, but... So, okay, so so you're going through the, the, the hardcore... Okay, how can I put this? When did you straighten out? When, when after two thousand six, seven, eight, did you finally say, "Okay, we oh, we're so, done"? Yeah. So I left the band in two thousand six for the last time, and that whole like maybe five or six years, man, it just got worse, man. I just got fucked, man, just crazy, right? And then um, somewhere about like somewhere, so it's been about ten, thirteen years. I don't know what it's been. So somewhere about like maybe five years ago, I just kind of was. I don't know, man. I feel like I was kind of killing myself a little bit, and I started just getting worried about myself because I was just so fucked, you know? And uh, I stopped. And um, now, you know, I didn't stop completely. I don't do AA or none of that shit. You know, I just, I just uh, like, you know, smoke cigarettes and maybe some weed and maybe have a drink every now and then, but I just don't do smack, you know, because that's the thing that really, at, towards the end, it just, that's what I was doing, and it was fucked. It fucked me up. Oh, I can I I can imagine. All right, so so let's talk resist and bite because we're 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 not here to do the entire 
history of, of Tommy. We're also not here to do the, the Dr. Drew treatment no, of Tommy. You know what? That's but, okay. And I don't mind talking about it because, you know what, man, a lot of people wonder, like, what, what went down because it was never really told. And I haven't really fully, I don't think, ever explained it in interviews a little bit. Right. But it's not, it's, it's all good. Yeah, no, it's not like well, some dark, weird thing for me. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's a dark, weird thing, but I, but okay. So then I will ask a couple more questions and then, we, and then we will get to resist and bite, which as I said, you've got one single out and it is great. So I got to focus on Thank the playing. Um, That's awesome. So now that you're, you're still doing a little bit of weed, a little drinking, all that, are, are, are you scared that at some point if you get back on the road and you're there and you're on a bus and it's a shitty club somewhere, you just go, Hey, you know, what would be feel real good. It's a, like, are you sure you're over the temptation, or is it a demon that's sort uh, of... Yeah, totally, okay. yeah. I just, like, I don't want to do that no more, man. It was killing me, and it was just, just, just not enough I'm interested in doing anymore. Now, I know that there, fans, uh, whenever, whether you're talking about Ace Frehley or Tommy, they're always like, hey, when's the reunion now? Uh, you know, Tesla has Dave, and they seem they seem to be happy. What do you? How do you sort of look at the Tesla thing? Do you do you think at some point they should invite you back, or do you go? You know what? I I respect the fact that they pick, you know put put their pants back on and move forward. How do you sort of see the 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 former I've, band? I I guess I don't know. I don't really I'm, I don't want to go there. I just I just like man. I got this thing that I'm doing that's just so awesome. You know. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even think of that kind of thing. I mean, I used to, before I was doing this with them, I might have thought, you know, I, if they asked me, I would do it or something like that. But just now where my head's at, it's just in a different place. So yeah, yeah. we're not really down with that. Well, good. So so let's talk Resist and Bite. You've got Nathan, uh, and I'm going to try his name. I think it's Utz, U-T-S. He, he has been with Lynch Mob and some other bands. Um, talk oh yeah, Oots. Nathan Oots, yeah. Oots, Oots, Oots. Talk to me about putting this band together, and is it really the Resist and Bite band, or is it Tommy Skioch and other guys? You know what I mean? Like, is it a band? Yeah, I okay. do know what you mean. Yeah, totally know what you mean. No, it's a band. You know, we we all kind of put input into the songs. I I will say I have been writing a lot of them. Most of the ones we're doing are mine, but. The best ones, in my opinion, are the ones we collaborate on always, and that seems to always be the case with me. You know, I just like collaboration. It seems to really get the juices going and nice things come out of it. But uh, no, it's a band, man. It's I, you know, we I don't tell them what to do or anything. It ain't like that. We're a band. So, so what is the plan? So you've got this one song. The Nashville radio said, "Hey, we need to play some music." You rushed out the song. You mastered it quickly. A demo, basically. When do we start getting a finished product and and how important is it for you to be out before you start touring, before you start asking to be on a package deal, before you start? Uh, what's sort of the game plan for Resist and Bite? Um, basically, you know, we've been writing and writing. It's We've only been this, this, the five of us for like five months now. You know, Nathan just joined and we've got a but I mean, we've we've got enough songs almost for a double record. Not quite yet, but we're going in one more time to record next week or at the end of this this month. So we got quite a few really great songs. I mean, every one we do is just keep we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we want to make a record, right? And then we want to go tour on it. But and we want to just do shows in general. So probably what we're going to do is just keep working towards this record, making it, 
and doing spot, you know, one-off shows. And then by next summer, hopefully we'll have something at least in the works or done and we can be touring and doing our thing. And by next summer, you mean 2020 or 2021? 2021 at the, at the earliest. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know if we can get it together by then for like a tour and have a record out by then, but we'll see. We want to make a good record, you know? Yeah, you absolutely do. So I, I, okay. So let's go with that. You have to make a good record. What's the pressure on like for you? Because you know, you are the the ex member of of a very popular band. You left under the yeah. that cloud of thing. It, do you feel an extra pressure to be super good, or can can a just a a good rock record get you through? Like, how stressful or how mindful are you of what the fans expect uh, going yeah, into this I'm not, process? Yeah, I try not to trip on that stuff, dude. Like, I'll just trip on like like writing songs and making like making sure that I feel like it really rocks and gives me that feeling, you know, like my eyes roll in the back of my head and like putting my hand up, my fist up in the air. Just fuck. Yeah. You know, just that when the songs are rocking like that and it's feeling like that for me, I don't even gotta, I don't think about that stuff. Cause I just know, I believe in it, man. There's just no one could tell me that these songs don't fucking rock. And it's not just like myth that you've heard, but we got a slew of them. It's just been, it's been quite amazing. And, um, I'm really pumped about it, man. I'm okay. really excited about it. I'm excited, too. I, I, and I want to talk about some of the stuff I saw on your Facebook, because that was a different project. But let me just quickly get back to Resist and Bite here. In, in, oh, sure. In terms of sound, because there are bands that are going to listen, and I say Tesla, and they go, yeah, I know what that is. Or, or they say, uh, you know, Kiss, you go, yeah, I know what that is. But if I say Resist and Bite, they go, well, all right, there's a guy in Tesla, but does it sound like Tesla? Is it hard rock? Are, are you reinventing the wheel? Are you are you doing you too? sonically, what can a fan expect if they decide, okay, I heard Tommy on the show, I want to check out Resist and Bite? Okay, so my take on it, from what everything I've been hearing, is the band is kind of like like that myth song, but goes even heavier than that. We get real, I mean, I think a lot of it is pretty heavy in general, but we do get diverse, so there's a lot of diversity. I mean, we got some real kind of like what I call shit kickers, kind of blues rock songs, and then we have a couple of really like pop songs, you know, and then we have, but I'd say the others are like myth and beyond, you know, they're we fucking rocking, you know, some rocking shit, this fucking rolling your eyes in the back of your head and going for it. Good. See, that's what I like. Okay. That, so if that, make, if that makes sense, <laughs> that it, doesn't it, make sense, it, but that's funny though. No, it makes perfect <laughs> sense. Yeah. You, you gotta, yeah. It's gotta be uh eye rolling good or whatever. Um, but, I mean, okay. you know, I just jump up, man, when Nate comes up with a lyric, man, and every song has just been like a revelation. They've been really great, man. I'm telling you, it's, I'm telling you this. Remember this interview, man. I'm telling you. Oh, listen, I know it's going to be great. Okay, so I follow the official Tommy Skioch page on Facebook, and over the last year, there would be, I guess, some like iPhone camera footage of you playing in the studio and just he's laying down these nasty, nasty, nasty riffs, right? And by nasty, I mean good. Um, <laughs> and, and, and it was, it was, it was fantastic. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's back. And you could go, wow, I hear, I can hear him. That's the sound. That's yeah, the sound cool. that I grew up yeah. on. Uh, and then we spoke about cool. it on the phone the other day and you said, yeah, that's not Resistant Bite. That was something else. So what is that something else? Is that a project that's going to come out? Or are you going to recycle yeah. these riffs into Resistant Bite? Explain. No, this this is a thing called Skin Suit I did with a friend of mine. 
And it's a record. It just came out. We took pre-orders, and it's out now. And you can get it on the Skin Suit Facebook page or the webpage. So you can go there. And I don't even know the exact call words, but if you put Skin Suit, the band, or whatever, you'll find it. But anyway, yeah, we got for sale right now. It's a 12-song record we did. And that's what you were that's what you were seeing the video clips of us making that. But it's just nothing nothing really as far as like gonna tour with that or anything like that. It's people are asking, you know, is is resistant bite, what's the deal? And it just so happens that we announced resistant resistant bite at the same time as the skin suit record coming out, and it kind of got a little crossover. So skin suit is a totally different thing. It's a record that I did that's for sale now. And uh and then resistant bite, totally different a band and that we're going to go take live and make records and go rule the world, you know? Okay. So, so one is just a project and it's sort of a one-off and resist and bite is what we're moving forward with. That's, that's what I understand. Pretty much. That's it. Okay. See, so that's good. You know, more. So, so talk to me now about coming back and playing. Cause you, you had those years as we talked about where you sort of fell off the earth and you were in hibernation and you got really deep into the smack but how does it feel to get back and actually have a guitar back in the hand, create new music, get a demo out there that Nashville Radio is playing, get the other skin thing out? How does it feel to be back doing what I'm assuming you love doing? Right. Well, I, you know, I, the thing is, man, is I never really stopped. You know, it's like even though I was getting jacked up, man, I was still I was teaching I was doing other bands. I was producing bands. I mean, I was, I wouldn't say a real functioning fucking addict, but I had my days, you know, so I still worked. But when I say hibernating, I mean, that's all I did. I wouldn't, I didn't go out. I didn't do nothing, man. I wouldn't, I mean, if I went and worked on music, I'd do that. And that was it. So I never really stopped doing it. I mean, I've been working since I left Tesla. But um, yeah, as far as doing something you know, kind of skin suit was on the way to that, you know, something I really am feeling. And then when this happened, man, I, another thing I really realized was, man, when you make a record with just yourself and a drummer, and then you overdub the bass and all the guitars and all the stuff, that's all good and fine, but nothing, nothing, nothing compares to five guys playing together. Nothing can. And I did, I, I mean, I think I knew that, but man, I really got a wake up call when I got in this band and played. Cause it's, it's unbelievable, man. And that's, that's where the magic is. And that's, that's what was always lacking. Like I did a couple of solo records that you can buy on, you know, my, my Facebook page or my webpage, you know, I, I did some of that and it was all done like that. And I was always like, what's lacking in this? What is it? And that's what it is. It's not a band man. a band is makes all the difference. It really does. And, and, you know, you have to appreciate guys like Sting and stuff that, that have gone outside and, or Phil Collins and have had these massive careers because it's, 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 it's not always easy just to rely on you, you know. And, well, and, I mean, I, people have pulled that off. Like, I mean, Paul McCartney is a good example. He's done tracks like all the tracks on a song. And, man, he does a great job. But, man, I don't know. I, I don't think I did okay, but it's just there's something lacking for me for, for me, I mean, I got to always play with other guys. That's just where it's at. It's awesome. It is. Now, um, one of my friends, one of the people I speak to often is Steve Thompson, who, of course, uh, helped craft, I guess, the, the Tesla sound. He, I guess, right? Yeah. Am I overstating Steve, yeah. it? He, he was as important to it as the band, right? I think, I think you really worked as a team. Uh, Steve Thompson, Steve Thompson and, and Michael, Michael Barbiero, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so, Absolutely. 
I don't want to turn this into a, an all Tesla interview, but I do want to get a couple of points across it. So, so let me just go to mechanical resonance, which I think, and I think a lot of fans share this, is one of the greatest debut records in the hard rock genre, right? I mean, you, you oh, look, wow, it really is. Yeah. The, you know, you look That's at the awesome. first, you look at the first Bon Jovi or at the first whatever, and you go, eh, yeah, it took him a couple of albums, but you listen to Mechanical Resonance, easy come, easy go, coming at you live, and, and it just there, there's no let up. There is not one song where you go, yeah, it's great, uh, except I could I could live without that one. Even the cover, the Little Susie cover of that <laughs> PhD song, yeah, right. People yeah. go, people always when I say that they go. <laughs> That was a cover? It's like, yeah, that was a fucking cover. Um, oh, dude, you're cracking me up, man. That's awesome. But it's a great cover. It's better than the original. Yeah, um, I don't know. But, but talk to me about that album and, and putting it together. And, and, you know, they say you have a lifetime to write the first album and then six months to write the second one. Yeah, right. Um, oh, well, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like that. I mean, I think, if I remember right, I think all the songs that ended up on that record like we didn't even have when we first got with Geffen Records, you know, we had like a certain bit of songs and they said, no, we think you can do better. And they had us, you know, so we were kind of a developmental deal. We went and wrote a bunch more songs and the songs that we wrote are to, to show Geffen that we could write better songs is what mechanical resonance became, or, you know, that's what it is. There's those, a lot of those songs. And so, I mean, it's, that's, you know, I guess that says something. I didn't think about it that way, I guess. No, and it's great. Anyway, but all right. So, but uh, the band currently in 2020 still does a lot of shows with Def Leppard. They still do a lot of, you know, Phil Collins produced our last album. But it sort of goes back to this mechanical resonance area where they took you out as an opening band. How important was it for you to be on the Hysteria tour and not on the whatever Kiss Crazy Nights tour? You know, because that tour... There, there generally was a hysteria around what the band was doing. How important has Def Leppard been to what you do and what Tesla has done? Well, Def Leppard was a big, big influence on us, man. Back when, I mean, when I was growing up, like, I mean, I remember I have their first record that I bought when I was a teenager, you know, I mean, that was a, they were a big influence on me, man. And then, yeah, to, to kind of like know them and, and, and rock out them was really great. And they were really good to us, you know? So I, it's, it's awesome, you know, to, to have that, you know, and meet the people that you admire, you know? Okay. So they, they take you out on this first tour and, and it's, it's a major thing as a, as a rookie band and you're seeing this grand production and the, 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 uh, some, the uh, stage in the center in the round or whatever they call it. Um, what was that like? What were some of the things? Let me put it this way. Were you just a young punk who was drunk all the time and you didn't really pay attention? Or did you come to the arena every day and go, aha, look at that. I got that. You know what I mean? Um, kind of a little of both. I think, you know, I was a knucklehead when I was young and did all kinds of crazy shit. So I was just into having fun and tearing it up. Yeah, getting fucked up and, you know, girls and all that. So um a little of both though yeah i mean i i got the significance of it of course you know but um i just wanted to have fun so but it was fine i mean yeah i i, I thought it was cool as hell it really was all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna put you a little bit on the spot i guess but you and frank had this synergy that was often imitated but never duplicated the way you two played together it, it's really as though there was a left hand and a right hand you 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 needed to be a pair 
Um, talk to me about yeah. a little bit, a little bit about Frank. Do, do you feel the same sentiment, or, or do you think you overshadow? I do. Okay. I do. No, I, I do. I, you know, um, Frank is. Check it out. Frank's like just. Uh, he's. I don't know, man. He's an amazing guitar player. I, I just. I've just seen him do everything and anything. He can do anything basically on the guitar. He's, he's pretty amazing. But the thing with us together, um, I don't know. I, 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 I look back at it different now over the years, but, and I don't want to, I don't know. I just, we, we did a lot of things like we never really talked about like who's going to do what solo. We didn't really talk about that kind of stuff. We just did it. You know what I mean? I think there was one record where he wanted to do some solo or some song I was doing, you know, but other than that, we, I don't think we ever really talked. And you know what? I do wish that we did a lot more, uh, double guitar harmonies. We didn't do, we did some of that, but we didn't do what you would think, you know, as a, like a two guitar band, we didn't, um, you know, monopolize on it as much as we could have. And I wish we would have now looking back and I don't know why that was really. Okay, so th- that's an interesting point. So, in terms of how you how you came up with the part, so there was no grand scheme of you get three solos and I get four. It really no, was nothing. No, no, no. So no, explain like explain the writing process. All right. So okay, let, let let's look at this. Let me let me back up here to, on my uh, on my notes. You're you're sitting at uh, at the table and there's coming at you live and you're trying to figure it out. Do you just sort of both run a pass and then? Go, hey, that sounded yeah, better. Yeah, you just kind of like like one guy starts jamming on something, right? And then the other guy starts jamming. Then Troy starts playing. Then you're just, you start jamming, man. And, it's, and then and then you go, hey, man, what if right here we go to this? And then you do that. And then you put those two exactly like that. You know, you just, you just play it. A lot of it is when you're standing there and you're just playing together. You know, you're just, that's, and, and, but some, I must say that before you get into the room to jam, there's times like, I like to sit around by myself and just come up with things. And I, then I come up with like solid ideas that I really think could go somewhere, hand them to the band and then, you know, regurgitate it out of their brains. But, um, I, and I like that approach. It makes for a really, it just makes for an interesting, well-written song. I've noticed that, that kind of, and we did that a lot, you know, but sometimes we just write, I'll write a whole song, you know, or, or Jeff would or whatever, you know, so that happens too. But, and it just turns out, you know, if you got a real strong idea, that can be great as well. You see, I think that's why. If listening to you, I think that's why Tesla works because you don't you you weren't. If I'm understanding you correctly, you didn't have a formula. It was very not, organic. No, not at all. Very much so. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Well, and I would say every record was like that. Yeah. Was that something that you guys decided, or did Steve Thompson and Michael no, Barbiero come in and I, say, "Hey"? I think we, no, I think we were just kind of knuckleheads and just, just did, you know, and just kind of, I mean, we talked about some things, of course, but like the, maybe, I don't know, direction, I know we'd have these meetings and I always hated the meetings because they just weren't to me as much about the music, you know, but, you know, it just kind of just went its own way. We just kind of did it, you know, we just kind of rocked out, man. <laughs> That's the best I can tell you. Well, really. listen, it 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 worked. Uh, it 
How are you going to complain at this and then great radio controversy? Well, I'll tell you, you know, you you talk about that kind of thing with uh, me and Frank, and that's the thing I'm really digging was really pleasantly surprised with this thing with Resistant Bite is Steve, the other guitar player, man. He's like, we kind of got that same vibe. We very much connect on a musical and friend level. And just, it's just really great like that way. And I kind of got a little bit of that same thing. It's different, a different chemistry, but a, a little bit of the same thing though, in a way. And are you going to, are you writing the same way where you just sort of show up and say, okay, show me what you got and I'll show you what you got. And yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I started with just all, I had ideas on a CD. I sent them up the very first song we wrote. I sent the, it's myth is the very first song we did that we wrote. And I sent Dave a CD, the drummer, and he gave it to Steve. Steve wrote a chorus to it and then re-recorded it like with his arrangement. And that's what, that's what you hear when you hear myth musically. And then they put the lyrics on there. But so, I mean, that was the very first song we even wrote. And it turned out to be one of our greatest songs. I mean, there's a lot of good ones. It's hard to decide. But that's another thing about Myth, why you're hearing it. It's one of the first, it is the first song we ever recorded, first song we ever wrote. And it's the most produced out of all of them. And that's probably why it was good enough to master. And that's why it sounds as good as it does. Because we're doing that to all the other songs right now, producing them and working on them doing this week. And I'm going to Nashville to do just that. And and I'll finish on this because we we're, we're at half an hour. When the band gets out on the road and you start touring, uh, do you uh, start playing some of the Tesla songs and, and say, hey, folks, you're getting the, the, the Tommy, the history of Tommy? Or do you say, no, 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 you're uh, at a resistant bite history, show. Not, okay. not, not the history of Tommy. Like, I, I probably shouldn't get too much, you know, into the whole history of my drug history. It's just stupid. But no, <laughs> not, not that at all. It's just going to be us. But of course, we're going to do some Tesla songs because that's promoters are going to want that. They're going to know me and, and, and Nathan are there. You know, they're going to want some of that Tesla shit. Yeah. So we'll do some Tesla songs. We're going to for sure. Good. Well, m- make sure that uh, yesterday's gone and uh, lazy days, crazy nights are part of the uh, of the. Oh my list. goodness, those are two of the ones that we have not rehearsed up, but we have rehearsed about five or six of them up, and they sound pretty great. All right, you see, I'm looking forward to that. So uh, on that, uh, you know, folks, uh, this will be out soon. Resistant bite, Tommy, an, an absolute pleasure. It's been, like I said, like 16 years since we've spoken. Uh, other than uh, earlier funny. this week, I know that's that's just funny. I know that's crazy. I know it goes by so quickly, but uh, there you go. Oh man, merci beaucoup. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I really appreciate it, man. Absolutely. And anytime you have anything to uh, to promote or plug, uh, if it's not in an interview form, just send it over. I'll get it up on on the socials. Yeah, and very um, sweet, very absolutely. sweet. Thank you. You got you got to support rock, and you got to support your your rockers. No doubt, no doubt, man. I'm telling you, man. This. I'll, Dude, you're going to dig on this. If you like Myth, dude, this record, I'm telling you, it's, it's the bam shizzle, dude. I am so excited about it. Well, listen, I'm sold. I will honestly tell you that between Tesla, Bar 7, and the, these songs and that stuff on Facebook, there hasn't been anything I haven't liked that you've touched. So That's awesome. That's awesome. It seems you, pretty safe that I'm going to like Resist and Bite. That's so sweet. Thank you, man. Thank you, sir. À la prochaine. See you next time. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. This has been Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. For more exclusive content and interviews, subscribe on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, and many more. Follow Mitch on all the socials, especially Twitter, at Mitch LaFon, and on Instagram, at Mitch underscore LaFon. Get your Mitch merch now at loudtracks.com slash Mitch.